Hello everyone, this is Brayden Nave. Welcome to The Youth Room, a podcast by UPCI Youth Ministries. This podcast will focus on topics relevant to youth and young adults. Don't forget to subscribe and join us on the third Tuesday of each month. We're good to go. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to an exciting episode of The Youth Room. We are very excited to have a very special guest with us. Adam Shaw is the uh, new UPCI uh, podcast director and coordinator. I'm not really sure what the title is, to be honest with you. Um, but we are very excited to have Adam Shaw. I'm not, I mean, I think it's those things too. So yeah. <laughs> I, if, we, if we just kind of shoot somewhere at the target, I mean, I'm the podcast guy now. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I think that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Adam, it's great to have you. Um, we want you to kind of introduce yourselves. I mean, me and Kyle know a little bit about you, but uh, uh, you know, we want our viewers to know a little bit about you. So why don't you uh, kind of give us a lowdown? Um, cool. Uh, and if there's anything, like any details you want me to fill in, let me know. Um, so my name's Adam. I'm from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And uh, hopefully all of you Americans will be able to understand my thick Canadian accent. Um, and, but, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm Canadian. And it's, uh, I just took this role over at the beginning of the year, uh, taking over the YM podcast. So I'm executive pastor at my church at LifePoint Church in Hamilton, Ontario. Uh, our church is located right downtown um, uh, of our city. And so uh, lots of interesting things to experience in the downtown core of a large city of about, you know, 550,000 or so. And so uh, I serve there. I've been serving there since I've been 19 years old and uh, I'm 36 now. So I've been there a while. Um, My parents moved there when I was about 15 when my dad became pastor of, of the church. I'm married and uh, my wife's name is Stephanie and she's the glue that keeps our family together. Uh, she works in healthcare, and uh, we have one uh, little boy. His name is Judah, and he is seven, and he is my hyper-masculine son who loves to box, <laughs> wrestle, monster trucks, PBR, and guns. <laughs> so pretty much he fits in amazing in Texas, um, and uh, they would think he was wonderful there. And uh, that mean they think he's wonderful here too, but, I mean, he would really fit in when his favorite sport is like – professional bull riding that's like he loves that he told (laughs) me when he wants to grow up he wants to be a preacher who also is a monster truck driver and competes in demolition (laughs) and if he does all (laughs) those things i would i'd be a very proud father that's awesome (laughs) i also have my own podcast called the restorationist um uh which um i don't know if the viewers here have have listened to it or heard it but um i've been doing that for i guess two two years now, two years and a few months. So it, it's, it's been a lot of fun release an episode every two weeks or so. And, uh, so that's kind of me in a nutshell. Um, as far as kind of like what I do in my relationships and family and stuff, is there anything else you guys could think of? Well, um, I, I know Kyle and I, and kind of all of us at the, at the YM office, we're I'm not, I wouldn't say quite coffee snobs, but we're, we're on the way. Um, so I'm a coffee snob. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to be. I'm on my way, but um, you know, I, every time I've seen you in person, you've always had like some sort of coffee gizmo or coffee brew. Oh yeah, yeah. So, like, what? I don't know. Like, what? What's your favorite coffee brewing method or anything like that? I would say right now, um, my wife's working from home. I'm working from home. Um, 
And uh, Rona regulations are a little bit harsher here in uh, O Canada. Uh, you guys <laughs> live in the land of the free, so um, uh, us not so much. So uh, we I've been doing a lot of Chemex, a lot of drip tower, and uh, but Chemex is kind of my pour over method right now. When I travel, that which is when you guys normally see me when I'm mm-hmm. in the U.S., uh, I normally have in my backpack um, a uh, Porlex Mini. A hand grinder where I can grind my own beans, and then I'll either have a Kalita Wave 185 or an AeroPress. Um, the AeroPress is nice because it's nice and clean, and but usually I end up making coffee for a whole bunch of people whenever yeah. whenever we're together. But yeah, I'd say right now Chemex is probably my my go-to. Uh, it's my favorite pour-over method. But when I travel, I I have tons tons of other other stuff. Yes, I am a coffee aficionado purist <laughs> snob to some but absolutely yeah i uh that was more for me just because i'm getting more into it and i'm curious and i like watched probably last night no lie i probably watched for three hours just coffee videos of what like the difference Spring between break is strong yeah between the difference between french press and and uh pour over and i realized that i might be a french press dude not a pour over guy but anyway um so, you know, what we kind of want to, to hear from you, Adam, is uh, kind of what your new role as the podcast coordinator uh, uh, does and uh, kind of, you know, how you're going to work with us behind the scenes. So uh, super honored to be able to take over as the podcast coordinator, uh, I believe it was January of, of this year. And uh, basically my role, I've got I've got kind of three big things I do. Um Number one is to be the voice of the YM Leadership Podcast and uh, interview guests and coordinate speakers. And so I I produce and put on one podcast and then the coordinator role kind of has to do with providing kind of some creative feedback and insight to all of the other YM podcasts. Uh, So that would be right now this one. And so, you know, um, my job is to kind of you know, if you guys want to bounce ideas off of me, I provide input, feedback on both the technical components of the show as well as the creative components. And then the other thing that I'm I'm kind of tasked with doing, and that's what I'm working on right now, is getting other shows up and running. So there are other uh, YM ministries that are looking at creating podcasts. And so I'm working with those uh, ministry directors to uh, develop a show specific for their ministry and trying to find ways that, you know, each show can have its own voice and have its own vibe so that it it doesn't all sound the same, but just with maybe a different brand mark uh, over top of it, but that each show has a laser focus, trying to reach a specific group of people um, and has its own kind of unique format so that if everyone wants to listen to you know, all the shows, once, you know, once we get them up running, let's say we have four shows that all four shows will have different hosts, different voice, different, you know, lengths of time, vibes, so that it will uh, really, really be unique. And, and, and so that's kind of my role. My role is to produce a show, provide creative feedback and, and, and kind of help produce your show and then try to get other shows up and off the ground so that YM can really have a, a, a voice in the content creator kind of podcasting space. Awesome. Awesome. So, 
Uh, in, in terms of kind of, you know, you said you're over the kind of more broader view of podcast of all of UPCI Youth Ministries. So if we kind of dial it into this podcast, what the youth room is going to do. And uh, I feel like up until now, we've kind of just been, you know, slowly dialing into what we want to, uh, what we want to do and how we want to run the podcast. So, um, you know, that being said, what is, you know, your vision for this podcast specifically? So one of the things that I really see you guys being able to do, and you've been doing a fantastic job thus far. The last, you know, especially the last few episodes, they've been, I've been awesome. I've been awesome. I think it was last month. I was, uh, I was listening to it while doing the dishes, and I was laughing out loud. <laughs> especially when was it? La- it was last month where you guys played the the audio clip yeah. of the song, right? <laughs> yes. And then I had to go back and watch the video, <laughs> and it was it, it was amazing. So the idea of the youth room. For me, so the, the big vision of, of YM is to educate and engage, right? That's that's the big idea of YM is to educate and engage. Right. And so everything kind of falls underneath that banner, but it gets progressively more focused as as we create, you know, more ministries and more products. And so for, for the youth room, it's all about engaging teenagers and young adults with – uh, with a podcast, with a podcast show that's uniquely designed for them. And so uh, maybe we'll talk about it later, but there's going to be some, you know, some changes that that will be happening uh, to this show that I think are going to just enhance that vision of, of creating, you know, this podcasting space just for kind of youth and, and young adults. Are, are you wanting to get into that stuff, you know, now or, or do you have no, yeah, we can whatever. we can get into whatever we need to, whatever you want, and okay, cool. So one of the things is that this has been in the YM podcast feed, mm-hmm. right, since mm-hmm. its inception, and so that's changing. And so, um, you know, beginning, I, I think next episode, uh, if if all goes to plan and we get everything with our with our podcast host all all squared away, uh, the next episode will not be on the YM podcast platform, but it will be on you. The youth room will have its own kind of podcasting space, its own unique space. And one of the reasons why we, we when we were talking, we decided to go in that direction is because this show is designed for, you know, teenagers and young adults. It's it's for them, you know, on their way to school, on their on their way to work on the bus, right? You know, headed to a college class where they're not in ministry. And so they're not in leadership. And so, you know, this podcast being in the feed with all the leadership stuff, um, it's going to, it's going to kind of bury your voice. And we want, we want to separate that out and say, let's, let's get the youth room in its own space so that we can fulfill the mandate of the youth room podcast, which is to create a podcast that ministers to teenagers and young adults that talks about issues, interviews guests, and is something that an apostolic teen or an apostolic young adult in college or in the workforce is going to want to listen to, you know, while they're kind of doing their, you know, living life and, and, and going to work, going to school, that kind of thing. So, so that's the, the big idea is that we're creating this podcast just for teens and young adults, and we're going to have its own platform really, really soon. So when people want to listen to just the youth room, they're going to be able to go to the youth room podcast and be able to download and stream episodes uh, just from you guys. And I think that that's going to be super cool. It's going to make the content really accessible. And, uh, and I think that we're going to see an increase in engagement as a result. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's great. That's something that I was hoping whenever they asked me and Braden to kind of 
tackle this uh, youth room podcast. That was something that I was hoping would we would get to soon was uh, creating our own space because it is so much easier to connect with our target audience rather than them having to sift through. For me as a as a podcast listener, it's frustrating to try to find a specific podcast. If I can't find it easy, I'm going to move on to something else. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and you know, one of the things is like if this is for teens and young adults, it, it kind of I'm thinking the end user, right? Like if you're if you're 17, 18 and you're trying to find a podcast for you, it's also in the feed of all kinds of podcasts about you, right? All mm-hmm. kinds of episodes about leading you. And so um, and, and that may not be something that you're into if you're 17 or 18. And so, um, you know, I thought, let's pull this out, get it in its own space, its own platform. Uh, so that it has kind of room to develop and grow and and you guys are doing a great job so the so the voice of it and the vibe of it is just only kind of gonna get better as you kind of have your own own space to be creative in mm-hmm. yeah. and one thing I'm super excited about um, Adam I'm not actually sure if we've talked about it but um, I'm super excited that some of the guests that we're kind of planning on having on the show uh, we kind of have a short list um, of, of guests that we want to have on the show but um, we kind of had the idea of since this podcast is geared towards youth and young adults, then maybe some of our guests should be youth and young adults that are, awesome. that are doing great things in the, in the UPCI in the apostolic movement. Um, I know, uh, it's not relevant to when this episode is going to go live, but, uh, we're doing a, uh, episode with, uh, someone who is a Bible quizzing champion and, uh, who has done great things in the Bible quizzing world. And then we have uh, another one that we're going to do with someone who was saved through P7. Um, so just it's things that I'm super excited about and uh, and where the podcast is going. So, you know, just great things. I think overall. that's awesome. Yeah. I, I, that, yeah. That's exactly the direction that we're wanting to go. And, and so, you know, having – when you have guests and stuff on the show, if, you know, pulling from the demographic that you're speaking to – I think it's just going to increase the engagement, increase the connection and, and have more teens and young adults go, Hey, cool. This, this is a show for me. Mm-hmm. That's from my worldview. That's from my convictions. And here are people from my generation that, that I can hear from. And, and so that just increases that engagement and enhances that, that kind of education e- experience for them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited about it. Um, so uh, another question I guess we would have uh, for you, Adam, is, uh, you know, what is the need that we're aiming to fill with this podcast? Like, you know, is, is in terms of we know our audience and we know, like, who we want to reach, but, you know, what's our purpose in trying to reach them and, and what message are we trying to give out? I can talk about this for <laughs> hours, so just interrupt, interrupt me at some point, um, you know, because I'm really passionate about, about the podcast space mm-hmm. and about the content creator space. Um, podcasting is a massive medium. It's, it's a media disruptor. Um, there, there are, it's so big that there are, there are major media figures that have left traditional media and have moved to podcasting and then are putting those podcasts on YouTube in, in video streaming platforms. It's a disruptor. Like if you take a look at who the top podcast personalities are right now in the world, they outpace CNN. They outpace Fox News or MSNBC. Their downloads and the and people that listen to podcasts they don't listen 
casually. Right. They listen actively. Like they're they're there the whole way through. And and podcasting has really kind of busted all sorts of myths about the attention span of teens and and specifically young adults that like, you know, the top podcasts in the world are like, you know, two at 90 minutes, two hours, three hours long. Now, we're not saying that's that's where all you guys, you guys are going or where we're going with YM Leadership Podcast, where, you know, it's going to be like this, you know, four hour long episode, like it's a, you know, like an old, you know. Ten Commandments, where it's three and a half hours long. There's an overture and an intermission in the middle where you can all get a snack because we're all hungry and tired. It's not going to be anything like yeah. that. Um, one of, uh, one but, of my favorites but, is uh, it's about five hours long, average episode. So, oh no, oh wow, so, yeah. But, but I break it's, it up into bite-sized <laughs> portions. But yeah, but it goes to it goes to show you. Yeah. It goes to show you that if content is engaging, people are, are willing to listen. So here's why it's a disruptor. It's a disruptor because, you know, let's say interviews, right? Right. So if this was in traditional media, what we're doing right now, the interview would already be over. Right. Right. I, we would be speaking in sound bites mm-hmm. and, um, you know, and then highly scripted, you know, message points. But now we're having this completely just casual conversation and, and we're, being able to talk about something that's important to us and about ideas that are important to us. And that's what podcasting has been able to do. It's been able to move conversations from, you know, highly scripted media sound bites and, and it's brought some authenticity back to the, the dialogue about the most important ideas that shape human life. And, and here's why there's a need for this. So two years ago, um, uh, I, I'm listening to podcasts, listen to them all the time. And one of the things I noticed is that there's no apostolic voice that I knew of in the space yeah. talking about ideas. I mean, there were, there were podcasts out there, you know, on the Apple podcast store where I was listening to most of my stuff, you know, um, there was, it was just preaching. It was, mm-hmm. it was, it was recordings of services, but nobody was doing that. At least that I could see podcasting. Now, probably somebody's going to message us and be like, I've had a podcast for, <laughs> you know, a dozen years right. when the internet was first invented and everyone is using AOL. I had a podcast. So <laughs> I apologize if I didn't know you were out there. Right. Um, but, but by and large, there wasn't. And so that's kind of why I started mine. I had all kinds of young adults in my youth group. I had late teens in my youth group. I'm a youth president. So I had people in my district mm-hmm. traveling around. Everyone's listening to podcasts, but they're not coming from an apostolic worldview. And and worldview to me is so important in the twenty right. first century. You know, worldview is 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 like it's like a pair of sunglasses. It, you know, mm-hmm. I got new sunglasses the other day, and and the lenses are yellow. And so every everything that I look at is tinted that color. It's interpreted through the filter of those of those lenses. That's what worldview is. It's except it's a story that lives inside your head that tells you what's right, what's wrong, what's the solution. You know, what's true, what's not true. How do I interpret my life? How do I view myself? How do I view what's wrong with the world and what are the solutions to it? That's that's the worldview. It's just this thing that lives in your head. And so we had apostolic young adults and older teens that were listening to hours and hours of podcasts, like all the time. Yeah. But there was no one coming from the big story that there is one God, his name is Jesus, and that we have to turn from our sin, be buried in his name, mm-hmm, receive right. the Holy Spirit with the initial evidence of speaking in other tongues, and then follow him with the rest of our life, pursuing holiness without mm-hmm. which no man could see that no one was coming to a microphone saying, let's talk about, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about, you know, 
stuff going on in culture. Let's mm-hmm. let's talk about racism. Let's let's talk let's talk about how to deal with money. Let's you know you pick a subject. Nobody was coming to it from the perspective of being a spirit filled apostolic believer that's right. trying to follow Jesus. They're all coming from these other narratives and these other stories. And the danger of that is, you know, whoever we listen to is who we become. Mm-hmm, right. Whatever voice we let speak into us is who we eventually will become. And so if there was no, and I'm not one of those guys that wants to get up, you know, behind a pulpit or, you know, in my, in my church or, you know, when I was a youth pastor, you know, get up in front of the music stand that I took from the guitar player because we didn't have a pulpit um, and, and say, you know, hey, stop listening to podcasts because there are bad people that say bad things yeah. on podcasts. Uh, I didn't, I'm not, that's not, that's not what I want to do. What I want to do is I want to provide an alternative and say, if this is the medium that you are using to learn, yeah, gather information to listen to, you know, intelligent people discuss about ideas. Let's get in that space. Yeah. You know, that that's what the that's what the early Pentecostal movement did. You take a look at all those old school posters, you know, the you guys when you go to, you know, work at headquarters, uh, they probably have some old school posters, you know, where they're talking about radio broadcasts and you know, <laughs> yeah. they we have been in spaces where people were talking about ideas and and we've got into those spaces to proclaim an apostolic worldview and the gospel of Jesus since right. our inception. And so my thought was let's get into this space. And so what you guys are doing with the youth room is we're acknowledging young people are into new media now. When they want to hear about people, when they want to listen to interviews and they want to discuss ideas, they're into new media. Mm-hmm. And that is they're not going to Fox News. They're not going to Huffington Post. They're not going to MSNBC. They're going to YouTube. They're going to Apple Podcasts or they're going to Spotify. They're going to Facebook, Instagram. Um, if they're an, uh, an old millennial like me, they're going to Twitter. Um, and that's where they're getting their information from. That's where they're getting their ideas and the shaping of their worldview from. And so I think it's important for us as apostolics to be like, hey, this is where people are gathering for ideas it's there's there's no barriers to entry to this we don't have to become like a celebrity at cnn to be able to get our apostolic worldview out on wolf blitzer right we can get a microphone and we can go online and we can enter into the space everybody is getting their ideas from and we can speak into it and so that's the great need i see with podcasting is that there needs to be a strong apostolic voice coming from our unique worldview and lifestyle convictions and just talking about life and talking Mm -hmm. about ideas in a way that young people can listen to and go cool this these are people that are like me they're talking about things that are important to me and they're Mm -hmm. coming from my worldview and so I can use it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that, that's, that's my, <laughs> no, it's great. I, I'm going to stop my, I'm going to pump the brakes because <laughs> yeah. I get really excited about this kind of stuff. It's great. There's a huge need for it. And just, just the idea that showing other young adults and, and young people that there are a lot of people out there where you are right now. There's a lot of people out there and, you know, I grew up in a small town and, we didn't really see a whole lot of other Pentecostals, you know, other than from our church and maybe our district at camps and stuff. But honestly, I don't really have a whole lot of camp stories because I was a shy kid who <laughs> me and my cousin were the only two from my church that ever went to camp. And so I was yeah. going in not knowing anybody. And so I was just trying to get to know people. And so so that's 
that's where I come from. And so with the internet and the advancement of technology and the advancement of podcasts, anybody can grab a mic and record and just talk. It, it just opens up, you know, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah, well, I think that's that's like the greatest, that's like one of the greatest lies that, you know, Satan can ever implant right. inside the mind of of a vulnerable person is that their experience is absolutely unique in that no one truly understands no one has ever gone through or has felt the feelings that they are feeling and then they are isolated and alone but when you get to hear somebody else's story and that's what podcasting is great for podcasting is great for sharing ideas and telling stories and when you get to hear someone else's story and you get to kind of just but not in a scripted mm-hmm. Not yeah. in a scripted way, but just in a conversation yeah. that feels very natural and very normal. You get to you get to go, okay, cool. I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. I'm not the only one that's ever been afraid. I'm not the only one that's ever, you know, tried to do something for God and fail and yeah. and wondered whether or not they truly had heard from God or like I, I'm with you. I'm with you, bro. Like I grew up, my dad took over a church when I was two years old. He had been saved for five. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, he had been saved for five years, went to Bible college for two, came back. Uh, he and my mom got married. And, uh, and then they, you know, they moved to this small town in eastern Ontario, right on the Quebec border mm-hmm. um, called Cornwall. And it was, it was about, you know, 30 some odd thousand people, uh, predominantly French Catholic community. And there we started a church and we did not have a church building for like the first half of the 13 and a half years that he was there for the first seven years. Like we were in schools loading in, loading out mm. every, every single week. And I mean, it was, it was not fun. Yeah. And I was the, I was the, you know, it was a lot of work. And so I'm learning how to wire a sound system when I'm <laughs> like nine years old and, uh, and setting it all up. But I was the only person in my youth group as a teenager. We, we moved, we moved to Hamilton, which was a larger church when I was 15 um, but again, most of the, you know, the youth there were in their twenties at the time. And so, you know, I would have loved when I was, you know, by myself, the youth group was me and my sister who was six, five and a half, six years younger, um, that, that I am. And, uh, and so that, that was the youth group. And I would have loved to be able in a church plant, in a small church situation, to be able to just go online and hear the experiences and stories of other young people like me, because the closest youth group to me was two hours away. Yeah. And so I, I think this is a really kind of cool experience, like you said, because people get a chance to go, I'm not alone. I'm not by myself. Yeah. Uh, here are other people that are doing things just like me, that are facing things just like me. And I think that can be enormously strengthening yeah. and encouraging. Yeah, for sure. You know what's crazy is, um, I mean, I, I graduated high school in 2016. So, I mean, I'm only about five years of root, not to make you guys feel old or anything, but. Um, wow. <laughs> uh, I graduated I'm, in 2000. I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to die soon. I'm that big. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Uh, I, I gradu- was in Bible college in 2000 and uh, the fall of, I think it was 2002. 2002. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I was I was still living in St. Louis. I, okay, we won't we won't get into. <laughs> you were probably seven. Yeah, like, I, no, I was I was younger than seven. Um, oh, great. Um, anyway, I I graduated in 2016, and like even just five years removed, like my high school experience compared to what maybe some of our listeners 
are going through right now is is completely different. Oh yeah, because yeah. I mean, I, and I'm not saying I had it like super hard in high school or anything. I, I went to school in a school of 1600, um, and you know there were things like drugs present. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, wrong music was being played, and you know, just I mean, your typical high school stuff. But I mean, I yeah. think everything right now has been amplified, and you know, every bad situation that you can think of has been amplified in in many high schools around the around the US and Canada and around the world. Mm-hmm. So and the fact that there aren't that many platforms or or medias like this to to kind of pump in apostolic truth and and that idea of Jesus Christ is, is it's kind of disheartening but uh, I'm also thankful that we're able to 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 push that message into somebody and give them an opportunity to kind of get away from the from the the raunchy music that's being played on the bus or get away from the the language or the uh different things that are happening at the lunch table and 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 stuff like that so you know this i I wish i would have had this when i was in high school absolutely absolutely i mean and and think about how much more the pressure has been amped up if you are a teenager or you're a young adult like right now like you said it was like I remember, um, I'm going to seriously date myself right now. Uh, I remember when I was going to camp, it was bring your secular CDs to the altar. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, <laughs> bring bring your CDs to the Lord and lay them down at the altar. And today it's like, today it's like, what is gender identity? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And, and like it was, <laughs> it, it was, it was, it was. What I had to deal with was, um, which I thought was a really big deal and was a lot of pressure, is vastly different. That's why, you know, I talked about worldview at the beginning. So for me, it was like the the call at youth camps and and the call from behind pulpits was was behavior and belief stuff. It was Mm -hmm. to believe, believe what God said to be true as opposed to another idea and then practice these behaviors. What we're dealing with now in the 21st century Mm – is, you know, is is much bigger. It's worldview oriented. It's identity oriented, mm-hmm. and not just gender identity, but just all all of human identity is now being is now being scrutinized and and called into question in the postmodern culture in which we're living, where everyone can invent their own truth uh, yeah. about who they wish to be and who how they you know need to see themselves. And so, absolutely. Mm-hmm eating lunch alone in the library. I would love this, Mm -hmm. but I think especially now, um, especially now, I think it is, it is so important. And and I know this isn't going to be in the leadership feed um, when this gets released. And so, you know, youth pastors and youth workers, if you're listening, um, get ready to share and promote the mess out of the youth room podcast when it's in its own space to your teens and young adults, just get ready yeah. to share this like crazy because uh, I think, you know, again, what you guys are doing is awesome. And I think this resource is going to be so, so necessary. And we want to make sure it gets in the hands of everybody uh, possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that ties us back into the need, you know, like the need for this podcast, you know, every, they're being saturated with all these messages right here on their phone. Mm-hmm. They get yeah. on social media, whatever they, anything on their phone. It's just, the access to information and conversation and, and it's just saturating the, whatever the, the internet and in their lives. And we just, it's, it's awesome to be able to be a light in that, in that space. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, it's, 
I'm not going to pretend that we can relate to, you know, all of our audience and, and, you know, right. pretend to know what situations are going through at all times. But, um, at least my goal with this podcast is, you know, although we can't relate, we do have an alternative and we mm-hmm. do have a hope for people to turn to in their time of, and young people to turn to in their time of struggle. And, uh, and maybe they don't know where they are. They don't know where they're going. And I'm hoping that this podcast can be kind of a fun way and a, and a good way to kind of maybe gain direction, but also just kind of an alternative and outlet to go to, to, uh, to get some good content. And I also think you have the ability to, 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 to encourage people into purpose and mission, you know, Mm -hmm. talking about what you mentioned earlier about people that were saved under P seven or, um, you know, people that have been involved in Bible quizzing and, um, you know, where we are predominantly used to, if you're a young person, you're predominantly used to hearing stories from, you know, youth pastors and youth workers and youth leaders. And obviously that should continue. And that's, you know, that's excellent and amazing. Mm-hmm. But, but when you have the opportunity to hear someone who's right now running P7 in the middle of, you know, the 21st century, you know, high school craziness that, you know, that is, that is secondary school, right? You can go, okay, I can do that too. When you hear somebody that's doing ama- something amazing with CMI and they're getting tremendous results and we know how toxic university campuses can be like right now, <laughs> but there's people that's, you know, teaching Bible studies and praying their friends through to the Holy Ghost right on campus. Right. Now you, you, you have the, you know, you, now you have this impression when you listen to the podcast to hear these stories. You can go, not only am I going to make it and be a, a disciple of Jesus, not only am I going to mature and grow, but in the middle of all of the pressure that is around me, I have the ability, even if I'm the only one in my high school, the only one on my university campus that is a, that is a one God apostolic believer, I have the ability to transform my campus and to transform people's lives because here's a person that I heard on the youth room. Right. Here's, here's a young adult that I heard on the youth room. Here's what I heard somebody do in this other place. And if they can do it, maybe God can use me, use me in it too. So I I think you guys are right. It has the ability to, to be that encouraging voice. And I also think it has the ability to inspire people to purpose and to mission so they can become all that God wants them to be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, it looks like we may have gone over our time, but that's okay because I think we got some really good conversation going. And uh, yeah. I, I'm super excited about where this podcast is heading. So, uh, Brother Shaw, is there anything that maybe any last words or any last message that you want to say to our audience and, uh, and just anything at all? I'd say to all of the leaders and, and youth workers that are out there that, that you are faithful listeners to the YM podcast, um, um, I would say once – once this, once the youth room gets on its own platform, uh, partner with us to get the word out. Absolutely. And if you have young people that are, are very video driven, um, um, we're going to be trying to find ways to make this even more accessible on YouTube, on the YM YouTube channel. And so uh, share this with your young people. It's a tremendous resource. It's going to help them. It's going to make a difference in their life. And we just want to thank you for sharing, liking, subscribing. If you are listening to this podcast right now, please give us a star rating and a review. Here's why: not only does it will it make you know make us all feel very good uh, <laughs> that you know that we're doing a good job, uh, but beyond the affirmation of what we're doing, 
sharing and star ratings, what they do um, is they elevate the visibility of this podcast mm-hmm. on Apple Podcast Store and on Spotify and all across all podcasting platforms. It's just kind of how algorithms kind of work. And so by leaving reviews and sharing and leaving a star rating, what it does is it elevates the apostolic voice amongst the sea of other voices. And so I have crazy enough faith to believe that if um, if in my local church, I've had people watching us um, uh, that were not Christian, that were from another religion for two years, and then I get a chance to baptize them three weeks ago as they've left Islam and they're now following Jesus. Mm-hmm. I am crazy enough to believe that if we can share and support and, and, and leave a positive star rating on apostolic podcast content that we get to elevate an apostolic voice amongst the sea of secular voices. And who knows, right? Who knows what person, what young adult on a bus in on their way to a college campus, looking for a podcast to listen to finds the youth room and goes, I have questions about God. I've got questions about the Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's listen to this. Yeah. Who knows what God can do if we all work together and we support apostolic content creators. And that's what we're trying to do with this. So, so thank you for your support. Thank you for sharing, liking, um, giving us a star rating and a review. Um, it, it, does, it does more than tell us that we're doing a good job. What it does is it elevates an apostolic voice amongst those sea of other voices. So thank you in advance for your support when this, when this show goes out on its own. Absolutely. Well, we do thank you all for joining us today, and uh, we pray that you do join in next month uh, for our next episode and like, share, subscribe, do whatever you can to support and share this podcast. Um, But we love you, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. See you later, guys. Take care, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe and follow UPCI Youth Ministries on social media. We'll catch you next time in the youth room.